Well, welcome to another exciting episode of Weekend Plans, um, where we go over all the things we do on the weekend. Yeah. That doesn't include crying. We don't talk about butt stuff on this podcast. I mean, we can. Just how a lot of people spend their weekends. <laughs> Monday through Friday only. You say Monday through Friday? Monday. <laughs> oh, God. I all the above. You're to delete this episode immediately. <laughs> Nope, we're in it now. This is how you do it. You can't just start over life. You can't start over this podcast. Uh, Jackson, how are you? Uh, I'm well, Zach. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well as well. Um, I just caught up on Captain Falcon Winter Soldier. Stop calling me. <laughs> you, can... you can call him Black Falcon in Winter Soldier. That's one of my favorite jokes in the history of television. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. It just Smash Brothers ruined anything with Falcon for me. I don't know what to tell you. That was pretty great. Falcon punch. Anyways, Falcon, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier just caught up on that. Which hey, is you're what... Black Falcon. That was hilarious. <laughs> which part was that? That's they're going to see. They're, I think it's the second episode, and they're in yes. Philadelphia. They're going to go see Isaiah Bradley. And uh, they're walking by those kids, and the one kid is like, hey, you're Black Falcon. Yeah. He was like, what, because I'm black? I'm Black Falcon? <laughs> yeah. And the kid's like, yeah. Yeah. He was like, what do I call you, black kid? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do remember that. That was yeah. good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the show's really good. Zach, I love this fucking show. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. It is the follow-up we deserved from Civil War mm-hmm. and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they're delving into like the actual history of the super soldier program and the mm-hmm. ramifications of it. The fact that they introduce Isaiah Bradley at all is fucking shocking and not something I would expect Marvel to do. Mm-hmm. So in like the early or mid aughts, okay. there was a comic book called uh, Truth, Red, White, and Black. Oh. And it was about like the secret kind of Tuskegee experiment type trials of the super soldier program and the way they were testing the serum on black soldiers before they gave it to steve rogers oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay and he's the main character he was like the only survivor of oh, that damn. program so he was like this proto captain america and his history like gets buried of course yeah yeah that 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 so scene was wild yeah introducing that is fucking great i'm so excited for like what, what they're gonna do in these last two episodes the fact there's only two episodes left is like insane yeah i feel like there's a lot of story left to tell I, see what I like about it is they're not putting themselves in a position where they're going to spin their wheels. Even yeah. in like uh, I love the Netflix Daredevil series, mm-hmm. but at thirteen episodes, there's like at least two episodes every season where you're like, ah, yeah, like you could have just put this information somewhere else. I like that they're like they're going to keep it lean. They're mm-hmm. telling like a six hour mini series, and that's going to be it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see where we go. Um, I guess full spoilers ahead if you aren't caught up. What is it, episode four? Yeah, it's not, we just finished episode four. Episode four. Um, we get to see Captain America's shield bash some dude's head in on in front of like a whole group of people. They're really going for it with John Walker, man. Yes, I they are. Um, I re- Yeah, I love him in that role. He's doing such. He does such a good job mm-hmm. as a sort of like, from the very beginning, you're like, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Even at, like when they try to make him pretty sympathetic and like you'd be kind of hot too if everybody around you was like fuck you you don't deserve that job <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean like, you're like the last guy was really fucking cool you're not as cool as Steve Rogers like I know <laughs> <laughs> who is leave me alone <laughs> the dude was came from the forties yeah he's dope he's really yeah um, and Wyatt Russell is doing a great job in the role Kurt Russell's son. That's right. Yeah. That is Kurt Russell's son. He looks even like just a slightly more douchey Captain America. Like he's just got a little bit more of an angular face. Like mm-hmm. everything about him is just like just off. Just off enough of where it, looks, it yeah. looks like he's wearing a costume that's not meant for him. It's great. Yeah. They did a really nice job mm-hmm. with that. And every, yeah. And the show, I like it. Uh-huh. It hasn't clicked on a deep level mm-hmm. with me yet which is a little concerning because there's two more episodes but it's a good time yeah um i don't know i'm just it hasn't hit me i don't know why no it's exactly what i wanted that's awesome yeah. i am very happy to hear that <laughs> uh i think because i just i loved wandavision so much yeah um that i liked seeing that direction of like just weird 
Yeah, but that's like for those characters. Exactly. And like so if like that, if that same exact stuff was happening to Falcon and Bucky, you would just be like, well, what is this show? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> uh, exactly. And so like that's they're yeah. more of a grounded like spy thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, maybe I'm still like burnt out on like that kind of stereotypical Marvel storytelling. I want to see like where they're gonna Good go. Good storytelling. I guess. Sure. <laughs> but it's like you know, it's still like spies and like. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt like we went right back into like Winter Soldier, which Winter Soldier is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's like a sequel to Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah, exactly. It's just I wasn't ready for it. It's the Captain America like franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm just I'm, I'm more excited to. For me personally, <laughs> Marvel has been te- not teasing. I guess it's just they haven't said anything really. It's been the internet. Yeah. But they've just gotten all the rights to like X Men and all that, and I'm very excited to see where they're taking the future. Yeah. Like well, they go to Magic Four in this. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, they're teasing us, like, left and right with, like, things. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, even WandaVision had freaking Quicksilver from the X-Men universe, which they never addressed. Yeah, well, I think that's just a fa- That was a fan tease. I don't think oh, yes. that's actually hinting That was, like, a giant like fuck you to all of us. Yeah, I like but, that. Yeah, but, I mean, they still had him come in. Yeah. Like... They knew what they were doing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so, um, there's just been, like, little things that are here and there, like, teasing along, and I'm like, I'm just so curious to see how they're going to do it. Like, yeah. how they're going to introduce X-Men. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's why I'm like very. Yeah. All right. But you can't let your like expectations for things, kind of like taint what the thing is. Yeah. Absolutely. No, that's why I enjoy it. Yeah. I'm happy. You, I'm happy you love it. It's yeah. It's. Really, I'm very happy to hear that. It's really great. Um, and then after this, the next one I'm like really excited about is Moon Knight. But we've got some time. A lot of time. On that one. They just started training. I'm sure like Loki will be fun. Loki will be fun. I could take or leave it. So yeah, it's Loki fine. will probably give me some weird things again, which will be cool. That'll be that'll be fun. Um, I think She-Hulk will be great. <laughs> She-Hulk's gonna probably be wild. It's gonna be really crazy. Um, I think the Miss Marvel show they're doing will be fun. Yeah. There's not one of them that I like won't watch. So no, no, no. Yeah. Same. Like that's I'm I'm like I said I'm still enjoying Falcon and Winter Soldier a lot. Yeah. Um, I like them. I have a, a theory for someplace they might go in these last two episodes because like as we sort of like unravel what zemo's up to mm-hmm. by the way daniel Brühl is zemo fucking mvp oh yeah he's that great character is great <laughs> yeah he's amazing i fucking he's really lo- good i love all his little i like his little dance at the nightclub they go to so did the entire internet i fucking there's this part in that episode where they're like in disguise mm-hmm. and uh sam is in disguise as smiling tiger or whatever the fuck and he's, he's like, I look like a pimp. And he's like, only an American would think a fashion-forward black man looks like a pimp. I was like, oh, man. He shows him a picture. He goes, oh, shit, he does look like me. It's <laughs> so good. And I love um, his whole, like, ethos, like, at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, the way they're deconstructing him as a villain is, like, there's nothing villainous about his motivations. He literally is like, no, the super soldier program is a fascist yeah horrible thing mm-hmm. and we need to like not allow it in society yeah like he's kind of right yeah <laughs> it gives like one country a super soldier to like hey yeah. i'm gonna stick my nose into everything i love i love it i love zemo i, th- I might be on zemo's side but my <laughs> um my theory is if we look back at incredible hulk mm-hmm. edward norton okay hulk movie that's still in continuity even though you know it is. It is so uncommon. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, whole, the whole origin for the Hulk in the MCU is they're trying to recreate the super soldier mm-hmm. serum. They give a version to it of it to Emil Blonsky and then mix it with Banner's uh, gamma-irradiated blood, and that's what turns him into the Abomination. Mm-hmm. The Abomination doesn't die. He gets captured at the end of that. He's just been out there for yeah. the entire history of the MCU. I think they're going to bring him back. You do? I think Zemo's going to like bust him out of that hockey puck prison. Oh. That we see at the end of uh, Civil War. Interesting. That would be weird. That'd be great. Yeah. I mean, it, then I guess they have to bring... I guess Hulk has to come... Not necessarily. You don't think so? No. No? We haven't seen Hulk Because, like, the drama would be great of these two, like... Like, Bucky's enhanced, but he's not Hulk strong. No. So, like, these two guys having to fight the Abomination, they don't have the Hulk to help them. That's great. Yeah, that's cool. I'm just thinking, we have, we have not seen Hulk for... Endgame. Endgame. That was a year ago. Yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> they like really hit Hulk away, like for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't seen any Marvel stuff in t- between Endgame and yeah. WandaVision, so it's not like there's been a billion things with them. We did have that Talking Hulk. Talking Hulk was fun. Smart Hulk. Yeah, Endgame. Yeah. I just was thinking about him. Like, 
He was fun. I, I want him back. <laughs> I think we'll definitely see him in She-Hulk. Oh, I, I, I think I, that's like yeah. There's no there's no way around that. No, they have to explain that. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully like, they do the the comic book thing where he has to give her a blood transfusion and that's what turns her into She-Hulk. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. It's gonna be very interesting because it's like, it's like, yeah, I guess it could be just because it's his cousin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like people easily yeah. wrote in. And then a lot of people forget that and they do like weird like, oh, it's our couple costume, Hulk and She-Hulk, and you're like, uh. Yeah, a lot of people do weird things like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Although, like, incest porn is super popular. So that's I true. Guess. I guess depending where you are, it does make sense. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm very excited to see where they go. Uh, two episodes left. I didn't know that. Now I'm actually more excited. Because yeah. they don't have a lot of time. So whatever story they're going to tell. It's un- yeah, it's unraveling fast. Yeah. Great. Very quickly. Um, it'll be interesting to see. So I assume he's going to... Um, my, my next assumption is that he's going to be told he's losing the mantle of Captain America. And he's going to lose his mind. He's going to take go. the soldier serum. He did. Oh, he already took it? Yeah. I missed that. Damn it. Okay. So maybe the reason you're not liking the show is you're not <laughs> watching the well, show. Well, I know he picked it up and he put it in his pocket. But you see, there's that whole protracted action scene where he's fighting the other super soldiers and like kicking them across the room and stuff. Oh, so, okay, we yeah, never see Sam, him take it. Right, and then oh, Sam okay. is like, what did you do? Yeah, so we're just implied. Gotcha. Yes. Okay, heavily implied. He did jump out of a window and land on a car, and I was like, that was interesting. Yes. I thought he just landed on the shield. Oh, well, he could do that, too. But yeah, no, he took the serum, and it's making them all... Super strong. Yeah, super strong, and like it's kind of fucking with his head a little bit, too. Of course. Yeah, I mean, how could it not? Yeah. That's why they don't want it. Because it's, uh... No. Although, like, the other people on it don't seem to be, like, out of their minds. But we don't... We didn't really see them take it to begin with. No. No, and... Like, Steve was, like, the, you know, epitome example of a good guy, which yeah. is why they trusted it to him. And... Well, then this is a different, like, strain of it mm, than all these mm-hmm. uh, uh, Flag Smashers are on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the underground. That's why they didn't get all jacked. The guy, when they talked to the scientist about it, he talks about how he, like, refined it. It doesn't make people all jacked. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, because it's the, uh, yeah, because yeah, that girl's, like, super small and agile. But yeah. she'll just throw someone across the room. So good. <laughs> She's fun. <laughs> It was super exciting to see the Wakandans show up. Dude, they wreck shop. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the best part of the episode. That was really cool. <laughs> and they've got like a remote to make Bucky's fucking arm fall off. Yeah. They just like a yeah they shoot, yeah. did like some weird puzzle on his arm and it just falls off. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be interesting to see what they do with Wakanda. Yeah. That's gonna be very interesting. Well, I think the like I don't know. The obvious thing is to make Shuri the new. Black Panther. They yes. do it in the comics, and like people like her character anyway. So yeah, it's probably be the most respectful thing to do. I think so. Yeah. Um, it'll just be interesting to see what they do with his character. Do they write him off? Is he? Like... Will they just show him, or like, oh, he died? Yeah, exactly. Is it like know. some big funeral, or is it like he's off doing something else, or I don't know? It's kind of like the uh... <laughs> oh, he went to space. He'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> stereotypical Marvel stuff. Yeah, he's in space somewhere. <laughs> they could do that. They have space. Um. Yeah. Shit. They. Yeah. Seen them was dope. I like that line too. Where what do you say? You'd have better luck probably fighting Bucky than them. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And I love how like butthurt he is afterwards, where he's like, they weren't even super soldiers. Yeah, but they have like these dope spears and they know how to use them. Yeah, but he has a really fragile male ego, and of course, yeah. It's... And it's, he spent the last however long with people going like. Pfft. <laughs> not captain america <laughs> literally everybody but i love like i also feel like they nail the reality of like the government or like the u.s government and all these like corporate contracts like oh there's a new captain america and there's like these posters and like mm-hmm. he's at football games he's on good morning america you're like this is exactly what would happen what this would be yeah yes and, like the tone of it is perfect yeah no it's uh it's true they just turn like captain america into like just yeah. A thing. And the suit is, like, exactly, I think, right, where they were, like, it's, like, updated and, like, cool-looking, but, like, the star buckle is a little bit more refined, so it's, like, clearly looks like a star and doesn't just, like, evoke a star. Just mm-hmm. stuff like that, I think, is, like, yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. They've, like, they've corporate-branded Captain America. Because his character, like, almost keeps the suit, but just turns it black, right, after he, like, gets booted from... Yeah, he becomes a character called U.S. Agent. Yes. Yeah. And so that's probably where... He... 
That's going to be interesting because, like, he's... What he did necessarily... I guess it could make him U.S. agent still. I was going to say, I don't think he's done anything that's, like, completely unsympathetic because no. he's he killed who he who already thought of he already thought of these characters as like terrorists that deserve to die anyway yeah um and he's reacting to his uh his little buddy getting killed in like a really fucking brutal way yes <laughs> i do like they sort of touch on these things like in these kind of superhero movies you see people get like thrown across rooms and like whack against walls and shit all the time like you could break your neck <laughs> yeah and they were like yeah if somebody this strong punches a normal person this hard like He's dead. He hit that stone pillar and his neck went... Yeah. And it made sense. Like, yeah. I was actually very cool to see that death happen because I'm yeah. like, that's probably how a lot of people die. Yeah, exactly. There's, uh, there's like, real consequences to these things. To getting, like, thrown across to... Yeah, and it, like, illustrates Zemo's point, I think. Oh, he totally. Like, we can't have this. <laughs> like, this is insane. <laughs> yeah, and, um... Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I'm very excited. Um, there's a lot more nuance as we're talking about now. See? Look at that. You're convincing me. It's fun. It's like a cool spy story. I really liked the um, when they were all in disguises and they were in that club. And then like Bucky had to still pretend he was the uh, Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. And he was just wrecking shop. That was great stuff. I really like Sebastian Stan in that role. I like Sebastian Stan a lot. I, think. Yeah. And, like, I just like him a lot. Yeah. Um, I haven't really seen him in anything else. But... No. Well, I mean, like, shit, the next thing he might get is Luke. That's That keeps going around. It's getting more steam because they want to do a Grogu I wonder if show. he would want to do that. He he talked about it, and he said he will do it as with Mark Hamill's blessing. Oh, I mean, yeah. Mark Hamill would have to be like, you can do this. And it, it it's such a logical next step. Yeah. <laughs> he looks just like it's creepy. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, would you want to be... It's one thing to be Bucky, because, like, not even a lot of people know that character outside of, like, people who just go see Avengers movies. Yeah. But, like, to be Luke Skywalker... Yeah. And that's kind of it. For you. And granted, like, almost every actor now, like, oh, you are Rocket Raccoon, or you are Star-Lord. Like, it's so much more everywhere that, like, typecasting isn't as much of a problem, but that, that's bigger, almost, than, like, a lot of these characters. Being the second Luke. <laughs> to yeah. be Luke Skywalker. Like, yeah. it's... What it's doing is if he becomes the next Luke Skywalker, we're now turning that character of Luke Skywalker into, like, James Bond. Where yeah. it's now a character that... Somebody else is playing, mm -hmm. but it still has, like, it's still this character we and know. That's a, that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, I imagine people, oh my God. I, oh, that would have been interesting to be alive when, like, Sean Connery officially quit being James Bond. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, did and people then have. Back, and, and then, then came back. And then came back. But, I mean, like, officially. Back <laughs> and you're but, like, like, you shouldn't have come back. No, he was, like, 80. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I These mean, girls like... are 20. What are you doing? <laughs> but, like, people had that freak out moment of, like. Yeah. When it was officially Roger Moore, like, who is this man? Yeah. So, but I mean... And everybody was like, the saint. <laughs> yeah, I think he could do it, though. Yeah, no, I have no doubt in my mind. Um, it'd be, like, so weird to just see somebody else play that part. That's what would help, too, is he looks, he looks so much like him that it would be like, okay, you just slap, like, that wig on him. He does, but... Or let him grow his hair out that way or whatever, but, like... Yeah, it, it's just, like, it's so strange to contemplate. Yeah, I think one, one if there's one company to do it right now. Yeah, when I've seen a younger actor play uh, Han Solo, and that did not go well. He looks nothing like him. <laughs> or, like, acted like him. Yeah. Or portrayed the character at all. Like. Yeah, that fucking <laughs> movie sucks. <laughs> so, I put a little more hope into Sebastian Stan being able to... Yeah, well, and I just trust Jon Favreau. Like, that too. Like, with the Star Wars universe at this point. I mean, and it's uh, it's not gonna be a jarring thing. Like the Han Solo movie was kind of a jarring, like really, like when it was announced. I remember when they announced it. I was like, "Who wants this? Yeah, like, who's this for?" No, <laughs> and it was it, it it when they announced who it was. I was like, "He he does not scream Han Solo to me." Yeah. Now, granted, Harrison Ford's such a unique actor that how the fuck do you follow Harrison Ford anywhere? Yeah, I mean they're remaking Mosquito Coast as a TV show. So, oh well, there you go. <laughs> Justin Theroux's trying. <laughs> Speaking of, they casted, uh, speaking of Harrison Ford, they casted for Indiana Jones 5. Oh, yeah, with uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, mm -hmm. who was also in the solo movie. Mm -hmm. She was the robot that gets her personality put in the Millennium Falcon. Uh, the robot who I think had, like, a sexual relationship with Lando Calrissian. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what she's going to be. Is it going to be his daughter? Are they going to do, like, the same story, but instead of Shia LaBeouf, it's her? Uh, that's a better choice. <laughs> that's, it's, it's the fifth one. So, like, the Kingdom of the 
crystal skull thing happened. Yeah. Like, that's just, he, so he has a son, and then, what, yeah, I don't know. I'm very, I'm, I don't I'm know, very, very nervous. About it. <laughs> I'm very I got nervous. so excited for Crystal Skull when it was coming out. Me I too. went and saw it, like, at midnight. Yeah. And almost immediately, like, five minutes into that movie, I was like, uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> that first scene did not feel good. <laughs> I loved the idea, like, it being in the 50s. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is going to be really fun. Nope. Nope. So, it's a real shame. <laughs> <laughs> and now like spielberg's not even directing it but like even that if, might be good though yeah if he was directing it i would be ambivalent as well because modern day spielberg is just not 80s spielberg and when he tries to do 80s spielberg it never works no it's over like that time that, yeah you can't no like and that's the thing with, like i feel like some of these big directors they like they their movies are so like epitomized with like a, a time in film uh-huh. that when they try to come back it feels like they just make a dated movie. Yeah, well, and then also, it's just one of those like you can't go home again. You're not the same person, mm-hmm. and as as much as it is a product and like a piece of corporate advertising, like all this stuff, it's also art to a certain degree. Yeah. So you're trying to make someone else's art yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, I think the only director who's ever gone and done like a modern version of the thing that made them famous when they were young is George Miller. Who Ooh. made Mad Max Fury Road, which is the best Mad Max movie. Yeah. No, that's 100% true. That movie is wild. You need to watch it again. Yeah. You need to really watch it again. That movie is wild. And it was like, it was such a, it was one of those things like uh, um, the casting was all like, oh, okay, what are we doing here? Is he Mad Max? Is he not Mad Max? Like, Yeah. Well, the cool thing about the Mad Max movies is Max doesn't matter, except for the first one. Yeah. The first one, it's about Max. The other ones, it's just him stumbling into whatever story he's stumbling Whatever situation. Into. Um, and he's barely, barely even the point of view character. He's just there. Yeah. He's got a cool car. That's it. He does have a cool car. Um, yeah. So it's, it, it carried over into the... Uh, and this one too, he basically did the same thing. He's yeah. like, "What the fuck's happening here?" And he <laughs> exactly. just gets dragged along through everything. And then, like every fucking white man was like, "Max isn't even the main character of this movie." It's like, go see the other ones you fucking showed. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, did you play the Mad Max game for PS4? You know, I think I have it. It's really good. I heard it was good. It it's came, super fun. The the time window they released it, I think, was sandwiched between like two major AAA games, and mm. so it just got ignored. That's so much fun. Um, it's one of my favorite games. Yeah, and that's what I've heard a lot of people say that like yeah. it's really good. Um, so I have to check it out. Yeah, but it was just one of those. I think I've got the disc if you want to borrow it. I think they did a free. I might have it digitally. I have to check. I think they did it for free one month. Mm. Um, on so the good. PlayStation so Plus. Much fun. Um, a lot of games do that that have like cool ideas. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those. Yeah, it's I, Mad Max is fun. But speaking of Mad Max, um, this you sparked uh, something I heard on a podcast that sparked a whole thing I want to do with you, which is like casting what ifs and like director what ifs and like yeah. what movies could have been. Off the one line that both Mel Gibson and Bruce Willis auditioned for each other's roles in Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. It makes sense. Uh, Mel Gibson auditioned for Die Hard, and Bruce Willis auditioned for Lead the Weapon. And so I had that moment of, if those two were flipped, what the movies would be. I don't think Die Hard would be that different. It's... Uh... It's kind of if you like if you look at like Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon, and then you look at like Bruce Willis and Die Hard, they're uh-huh. such different. Like Mel Gibson looks like he's a freaking almost Greek god. <laughs> he looks so like insane in that movie. Yeah. Like he sprints down the fucking freeway. <laughs> I think if you put Willis, even that era Willis, mm-hmm. I think if you put him in Lethal Weapon, the like suicidal part of Riggs becomes like less fun and more yes. serious. Where you're like, oh, this guy. <laughs> This guy might actually be a lethal weapon. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, I don't. I also don't know if Bruce Willis could have um, actually gotten to that. There's parts in Lethal Weapon where like Mel Gibson's going for it. Yeah, like that first scene where he has like the picture of his wife and he has the gun and yeah. he like is. I like, think Mel might be a better actor than. I think so. Bruce Willis, but I think if you put Mel Gibson in Die Hard, he's also like maybe less kind of charming i don't know it's tough it's it's this weird thing because it's like i don't think they would be bad movies yeah i don't think like we would be looking at like die hard as a piece of crap with mo gibson in it no i think it would be a very like very similar movie but with like slightly slight tunnel differences do you know the like weird kind of like etymology of die hard 
Yes, uh, a little bit. So it's based on a book. Yep. Uh, that's a sequel to this other book called The Detective, mm-hmm. and they made that into a movie with uh, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra was, and the... because of his contract, he was offered Die Hard when it was God. first being made, and he was like, "No, I'm not doing this." But they also took the concept for Die Hard, and it was going to be Commando Two. I mean, so it was going to be Schwarzenegger and like. His the terrorists in the tower like have his daughter or some shit. His daughter again. <laughs> again, yeah. The uh, the book's title is "Nothing Lasts Forever." Yeah, exactly. So I've been. Uh, it's not like one of my wish lists because eventually I want to read it. Yeah. Um, but that could it could have been Schwarzenegger in Nakatomi Tower. That would have been just bonkers. It would have been very different. You could have still had um. Uh, what's his name directed though? Uh. Oh, no. Who directed Die Hard? Are we both having a brain fart right now? Yeah. Um, I'll look it up. Don't worry. It's probably going to scream us, and we're just going to... Uh, John McTiernan. McTiernan, yeah. yeah McTiernan. You could have had McTiernan still direct it. He directed Predator. Yes. So he's got a relationship with Schwarzenegger. He does. And that... That it would have been it's been interesting. Okay, that would have been fascinating because like what Die Hard did is like it kicked off this whole movement of like having like a realistic action hero. Yeah. So if you take him, if you take um, Schwarzenegger and slide him in there, it just becomes we just get more of him for the yeah, next like fifteen years instead. More of that. Yeah. Although like he was still because when, when did Die Hard come out? Eighty seven. Yes. Um. So he's still in his like. His oh, own. he's still fine. And he would have like he's still like because. I kind of cut him off at, like, last act, like, 94, 95. I give mm-hmm. him a little bit more leeway, because, like, Terminator 2 is 91, 92. Uh, Total Recall is 91, 92. Like, so he's still doing some of his best work up into the 90s. Yeah. Uh, Which, well, yeah, I'd say some of his best movies. Yeah. Like, action movies are in the 90s. And then, like, even, like, Last Action Hero, which was a bomb at the time, but I think is a fucking awesome movie. Last, Last Action Hero is <laughs> a lot of fun. And I think, is that the movie that first starts the Sylvester Stallone and Arnold, like, references in each other's movies? Probably. I know their rivalry was already, like, of course. a massive thing at that point. But then they started poking fun that at it. That joke is and... really funny, though. Or yeah. Stallone on the, on the bike. Man... That's a movie that surprised me they haven't remade. I don't think... Yeah. I don't think anybody, like... It wasn't, like, his most popular. Not a lot of people, like, like it. No, but that's the kind of movie they should remake. They should. Plus, now, if they made that movie now in a post-Ready uh, Player One world, mm-hmm. like, the third act would be the villain actually pulling villains out of different movies. Which would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. Because he threatens to do it mm-hmm. at the end. Charles Dance in that movie is the bad guy with the glass eye. And he's oh, got, like, God, the... that's right. That, he's, that character is wild. He's great. Yeah. And his whole the whole thing where he comes into, like, the real world and realizes yep. that bad guys can win and he gets all fucking jazzed. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> he shoots the guy in the parking garage. <laughs> I just shot someone. <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> and then somebody off screen is like, hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That would be a wild movie to do now. Give that it's... movie a w- another watch. It's been a few years. <laughs> now I'm all jazzed up. Just like him. It's really funny. Yeah, no, it's, it's really good. It's smart. It's good. And they have like the and it's kind of funny because they re- they have the right guy again just because like The Rock has taken that natural uh, step. I know. Put the Rock in. I know, but I'm it's only be- sick of The Rock. But it's only because he has like all these movies that he can reference. Like Arnold gets to reference in that movie. Yeah. That's what makes that movie is that you get to go and you look at Terminator, you look at Predator stuff. They pull like they aren't pulling punches with like the fourth wall breaking. Yeah. He's, and then he meets Arnold. Yeah. The character meets Arnold at the end. He's like, fuck you. You've made my life terrible. Yeah, he hates Crazy him. things happen to me all the time. <laughs> and, like, it's the only actor that we have right now that's even close to what Arnold was back then. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of anybody else, can you? I mean, there are movie stars. There are, but not like that. Tom Cruise could do it. Tom Cruise would be hysterical. That would Tom be, Tom Cruise like... is really funny if they, like, make him do comedy things. Yeah. That would be an interesting one because it's uh yeah I'd actually be on board with that I that's that would be my pick I would pick Tom Cruise to do it that'd be a lot of fun because and he's like at kind of that point in his career where he can do that he can look back at like his Top Guns his yeah. ta- uh, not Talladega Nights the other <laughs> um what's Days the, of Thunder Days of Thunder that movie's wild <laughs> that movie's it's, one of those eighties movies ever <laughs> but it's popular. Top Gun Two is coming out yes it is I got Days delayed. of Thunder is not popular. I said it's popular. I just said it's very. <laughs> I thought 80s. you were gonna say it's popular. No, like, no, 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 no. Nobody no, no, fucking knows no, what Days no, of Thunder no, 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 no. is. No, no, no. 
Uh, it's just Top Gun with tires. It really is. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's Top Gun with you going in a left circle. Yeah. Uh, no, Top Gun 2 still coming out. Got delayed. I know. I'm really excited for that. I love Top Gun. Yeah. It is, the, it is so weird because it is not something that's designed for me to like. God, no. The, it is. <laughs> The Isn't level it? of jingoism and... Military propaganda? Yeah. <laughs> that was very, very... It's so much fun. Pro-join the military. Yeah. Well, yeah, it fucking boosted Navy recruitment. Oh, of course it did. Like crazy. Air Force, Navy, anything you get a jet. <laughs> Naval. Naval air aviators. That's right. Um, they probably sold a lot of volleyballs after that. Probably. A lot denim. Of denim shorts. No, there's no shorts. Denim pants on the beach skyrocketed too. <laughs> Get sand in that son of a bitch and see how you do. <laughs> and then he goes to her house directly after that. Does not shower. No, but he takes a shower at her house. Oh, you're right. Which is like a weird power yes. move that I appreciate. He's just like, he hey. He shows up and he's like, I'm going to take a shower. That's right. I'm like, Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I know you want to fuck. I'm going to shower. Yeah, and he's like, I want you to take a stress test after this. <laughs> That movie's fun. I want you to read this book on Dianetics. What I like about her is like she does. She like calls him on his bullshit too. Mm-hmm. She's fun. Yeah, she's a very fun like lead female. Well, it's a really interesting dynamic because she's like ten years older than him. Yeah. Um, so you don't see that in movies. No, not really. Um, it's gonna be interesting about like Top Gun Two. It's either gonna be like a lot of fun to see all these characters coming back, or it's gonna be like really sad. Yeah. If they if they paint them in like a I still have it light, because it looks like they're just clinging to like. Well, it kind of seems like. The, the at least from that trailer we saw which is all i really know about it is mm-hmm. that he is like desperately trying to cling on to that and like everything is trying to push him everything to move on. yeah so i think he's aware which is good that. um and it's i'm i'm really interested to see the story they're gonna tell yeah yeah because it's, it's hopefully they have a danger zone in there at some point i think they have to it probably opens with danger zone. and i love that top gun like weird guitar theme <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna have all the normal music. There's no way they don't have Danger Zone. You got to. Unless they you remix. Have, playing with the boys, you gotta have a volleyball. There is a volleyball scene, it's in the trailer. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> um, shit. <laughs> That's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know Robert De Niro was almost to do Die Hard? Die Hard? Yeah. I know Robert De Niro was almost Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> oh, God. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Well, the list for that fuck. See, we could do this for. That's why I love these. <laughs> like these, like what ifs are so fun to me, because they're just. De Niro like, and Die Hard would just be a very serious movie. I it feel. would. Although, have you ever seen Midnight Run? I feel like yes. So, if you haven't seen Midnight Run, and anybody who might be listening to this, like the two or three people that know Zach and listen to this show. <laughs> um, hey, mom. Oh, your mom listens. God no. <laughs> um. So um, I think Martin Brest directed this movie. Uh, it's got Robert De Niro as a bounty hunter that has to go after Charles Grodin, who like stole a bunch of money from the mob. Mm. And then it's about him trying to get him back to L.A. in time, and like Joe Pantoliano is in it. It's a great movie, hmm. and it's like De Niro like doing a comedy. He's fucking awesome in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean De Niro can like do comedies. Yeah, but not in like a shitty like Dirty Grandpa Meet the, Meet the Fockers, Fockers kind of way. I mean, like it's really funny. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um... Kurt Russell was looked at for John McClane, too. I would take Kurt Russell and John McClane in a fucking second. <laughs> you take Kurt Russell in anything. I love Kurt Russell. <laughs> uh, Harrison Kurt Russell Ford. is my dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, and that's why you're super excited for his son. He looks... Now that I'm looking at he this picture... He looks a lot like him. Yeah, I'm looking at this picture of Kurt Russell, and like they look so much alike. It's kind of creepy now. Yeah. Um, Harrison Ford was almost... Harrison Ford, too handsome. It'd be different. Too handsome for John McClane. Like, he's... I think young... Uh... Young Bruce Willis is extraordinarily sexy. Well, yeah, but like he was like this perfectly like Harrison Ford's like another level. Like, how the fuck are you that good looking? But do we feel that way because he's Han Solo in Indiana Jones, <laughs> or is that objective? I mean, I feel like him as Han Solo, he gets to like like he's not like Brad Pitt. No, you know but he I mean? like has charm. He's not like pretty. He's like he's charming though. So is Bruce Willis. Yeah, I would put them in a similar tier of like rugged, handsome. Like we're gonna put a poll but out, dude. You would see on the yeah. I'm about to put a poll out. <laughs> <laughs> turned on. I know. <laughs> Jackson's mid poll. Young Bruce Willis <laughs> and young Harrison Ford. Uh, yeah, because it's uh, like I think they have a similar, a really similar energy, especially in, when they're in their younger, mm-hmm. like uh, early to mid thirties. Is it's the first Die Hard where he like hits on the uh, 
No, she hits on him. That's right. But he's married. That's and then in Die Hard 2, they make an ev- They try to hit that button even harder. Yeah, Die where, Hard 2 tried to do everything harder. Where she's, yeah. It's in the title. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, where like the airline lady is trying to flirt with him, and he shows her his wedding ring, and he goes, just the facts, man. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody wants to fuck John McClane. That's it, yeah, totally. <laughs> That's why I like the third one, is they ground him back down. Yeah. That third one's wild. So what, third, third one's really good. Jay, it's one of Jamie's uh, most anxious movies. It made her the most anxious. Die Hard 3. Okay. Yeah. Because he like, has to have that sign at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I was anxious. Like, <laughs> Al Pacino was considered for the role of John McClane. Oh, uh, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that movie? What is that world we live like in? this is 86, so I think it's still quiet Pacino. Uh-huh. He hasn't made Sound of a Woman yet. And he's like, oh, people really like it when I go real big. Yeah. At the time, he had still yet to make Heat. Yeah, Heat is 95. So yeah, so like he was... A decade was, before Heat. Mm-hmm. Because she's got a great ass. <laughs> yeah, so that was before that time. That would have been, like... We'd be getting, like, I guess, post-God... Obviously post-Godfather, but, like, that yeah. kind of in-between, like... Yeah, well, he had a real fallow period mm-hmm. in, like, the early 80s where he, like, wasn't doing too hot. No. This is a, a wild list. There's Sylvester Stallone. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like Stallone and Schwarzenegger were probably offered everything. Always. Is that Any one... movie where the guy has a gun on the poster. It was one of them. Like, one of those guys was offered and turned the rule down. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, Top of the World's. By the late 80s, Stallone was already in the midst of both the Rocky and Rambo franchises. I mean, the late 80s, they were basically over. Yeah. Exact, yeah. Yeah. Because Rocky Five comes out in what ninety one? I think so. Yeah, he was like he was deep in those ones, just making like Rockies and Rambo's left and right. Yeah. So he didn't have time, which is good. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Another. That's interesting. Too old. Too old. <laughs> but... It would have been. Yeah, that would have been like a. That 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 would not have been good. <laughs> no, Die Hard would have almost been a comedy. Dara's pretty funny. I mean, it has its moment. <laughs> uh, they had Clint Eastwood. Uh, yeah, also too old. Too, too old. serious. Yeah, way too serious. Eastwood is somebody I've never seen be funny in a movie. And when he tries, it's like... Even like Every Which Way But Loose, which is about a man who just travels around in bare knuckle boxes and is friends with a monkey. <laughs> even that movie is like very serious. <laughs> Okay, now that we did, now that we did Die Hard, uh-huh. uh, I want to take us down the Lethal Weapon. What ifs? Did you know that Lethal Weapon? Um, it's actually kind of a very fun thing when they cast like Danny Glover. They didn't, they didn't write that as like a, a black man role. Yeah, it was not a role meant for a black man. It was just a role right. meant for a dude, for an older guy. Yeah, yeah. And um, he's actually playing like ten years older, older than he is. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the character's turning fifty, and he was forty at the time. Yeah, uh, and then apparently his like the girl that plays his daughter, she's like early twenties, which makes that bathtub scene a lot weirder in the beginning. <laughs> and his daughter, especially that first one, she's a real babe. Yeah, and like she's like uh, I think she's like early to mid twenties. Mel Gibson's only thirty. Yeah, and they have that flirting scene at the table. Yeah, she's super. That hits a little too hard now. I wouldn't call it a flirty scene. She's into him. Yeah, is very appropriate and respectful. Well, of course, but it, it, it... Martin Riggs is not like Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. Martin Riggs is a good man. <laughs> Truth. Uh, but still, like uh, th- that age being so close. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, it feels like way more like watching. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Like, I wonder if Mel hit that. Yeah, and like, um, so Shane Black like wrote the original like Lethal Weapon script too. Yeah, well, and it was one of those. Um... Like, that kind of later end of the 80s into the early 90s where, like, screenwriters were, like, writing these specs and selling them for, like, tremendous amounts of money. Because, like, Black had been, like, a kind of... He was a known writer and, like, a script doctor. They brought him... The reason he's in Predator... Because he plays a role in Predator. He's the guy with the glasses that yeah. tells all the pussy jokes. Yep. Um, <laughs> I was going down to my girlfriend. I said, geez, he got a big pussy. <laughs> Jeez, you got a big pussy. She said, why'd you say that twice? I said, I didn't. It's an echo. Get it? Uh, I was talking to my girlfriend. I said, I'd like a little pussy. She said, me too. Mine's as big as a house. Um, 
But he's in that movie. The reason he's in the movie is they wanted him to do rewrites, like on the fly, like while they were shooting. Mm-hmm. And they're but they didn't want to pay him, so they're like, "Oh, you can come be in the movie. We'll pay you for that." Jeez. Well, that uh, works. But so he had like built this name up for himself, and when he sold like Lethal Weapon, and then I think Long Kiss Goodnight. Um, it was a really cool movie from the early '90s with uh, Gina Davis and Samuel yes. L. Jackson. Yep. Um, it was like the highest amount of money anybody had ever paid for a spec script before, and it launched this like crazy early '90s speculation or uh, spec script boom. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, I think uh, the script for um, *Lethal Weapon* was purchased for like two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, which and is like, like that's money back Long then. *Long Kiss Canet was millions. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> Like, you just sold a script for millions of dollars, and it just, that was not a thing at that point. Like, studios would, like, develop scripts in-house, and every yeah. once in a while they would option a spec script, but it wasn't like yeah, that. No, not like, that's, yeah, it's, like, started, like, a full-on movement. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, like, some of the casting stuff is, like, super wild for this movie. Um, of course, it's Riggs with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. He's every, uh, yeah. God, could you imagine if, like, they truly just got every other role? I'd be exhausting. They almost did. It's. <laughs> so I don't. I maybe I could see Sylvester Stallone because like he would almost be a better. You know what's funny is in Tango and Cash, mm. he basically plays uh, Murtaugh. He does. Like he is the more relaxed. Uh, yeah, and Kurt Russell's gentlemanly. <laughs> like Kurt Russell is just this like weird scumbag <laughs> cop. <laughs> I love Tango and Cash, though. It's a great movie. It's fun. It's not a great movie. I love it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I get what you're trying to say. Um, Jack Palance is in that movie. Is that oh guy? God. Yeah. And then, Tango uh, and Cash. Cash and Tango. <laughs> so apparently, though, William Hurt was who Shane Black had in mind when writing the script. For, for Riggs. Murtaugh? Or Riggs. For Riggs. Riggs. William Hurt. He was too old for Riggs. <laughs> yeah, he was too... Uh, the studio thought he was too obscure at the time to lead an action movie. I mean, he was a really cool actor, especially when he was younger. His shit like Body Heat. Mm -hmm. And uh, have you ever seen the movie Altered States? No. What's that? So, um, Altered States is a really crazy movie um, where he plays a scientist who's um, studying like uh, evolutionary anthropology and using. Uh, sensory deprivation tanks and like mind altering drugs to like create these like scenarios where he's like sending like through meditation like sending himself back to inhabit like a like caveman. It's that almost like wild. playing Far Cry Primal. Oh, all right. <laughs> the hit game. Um, but then it like starts having effects on his physical body, and it mm. almost becomes this like werewolf situation where he's like turning into a caveman. Oh my god! It's a crazy movie. It's great. That sounds insane. Ken Russell. If anybody has seen like Ken Russell movies. <laughs> I'm sure there's a handful of people out there. Ken Russell is fucking dope. He also made this crazy movie called Layer the White Worm. <laughs> that sounds insane too. Yeah. <laughs> That's a crazy title. That movie's nuts. There's like, uh, there's so many I love like Ken Russell. He's a maniac. There's so many movies just out there. Like you just scroll like any of these like uh, uh, streaming services and there's just movies. Yeah. You like, need a Sherpa like me to help guide you. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Uh, do you know Michael Bean? 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 Michael Bean? Michael Bean? I think it's pronounced Bean. I think Bean so. Bean or Bane? Bane, yeah. Uh, but he was... Uh, He'd be a great Riggs. Yeah, he was looked at for Riggs. I love Michael Bean. No, he didn't really like do anything post-like... Well, yeah, his career, I think... And I don't want to besperch the man, but I think there was like some uh, substance abuse problems. Mm. Um, but he almost had a huge... like He almost took off and had a huge career because he was in Aliens. He was in Terminator. Yep, he was. Uh, he's in Tombstone. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, that's the aliens was the reason he said no to uh, Lethal Weapon. Yeah, he turned it down. Smart decision. Is it? Aliens. Aliens better. Yeah, but then like if you're like if Lethal Weapon still carried the success, then you're looking at like the one of the. Not only do you get Lethal Weapon one, but then you get to do a sequel that's arguably better than the first one. Although Maybe. I like the first one more. No, Lethal Weapon two is not better than the first Lethal Weapon. I like, I like the, yeah. Lethal Weapon 2 is like a, a Saturday morning cartoon version of Lethal Weapon. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, Lethal Weapon is like a real movie. Yeah. There's like real things in there. Oh, yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. No, I used to like feel that way about Lethal Weapon 2. That it was like, oh, yeah, it's the sequel that's better. It's like. Yeah. But it's not. It's just, they went, they made it more like action. <laughs> it's silly. Yeah. It's like Rambo. First Rambo is like tackling something real. Yeah. Second Rambo is now just action series. Yeah. And the third Rambo, he uh, teams up with the Taliban. <laughs> the fourth, which, what's one of the, 
Which one's the super racist Rambo where he just kills all the Mexicans? Oh, all of them. Well, I mean, like, specifically, <laughs> truth. But I think it's, like, the fourth one or whatever, like, the newest That's one? That's the fifth one. Fifth one? The okay. fourth one he goes to, like... Vietnam or something? Thailand. Or, where Where was it? There was, like, real shit going on. <sighs> I can't even remember. That movie was wild, too. Yeah, that movie was nuts. I remember going to the theater to see that. That's the one. That's one of my favorite memes of him holding, like, the giant... Yeah, and he's just, like, turning this man into jelly. Yep, and uh, then, like... But my favorite thing is, like, people who Photoshop the gun out, and he's, like, holding other things. Yeah. Um, you know, in Rambo 3, he t- actually teams up with the Mujahideen. Mm, that's right, in that Afghanistan. Beca- yeah, the group yeah. that we armed because they were fighting the Russians, and yep. then they became the Taliban. <laughs> Whoops. Um, the same thing happens in Living Daylights. Oh, um, yeah. Man, there's this whole, like, uh mid to late 80s period where uh, western heroes are teaming up with the Taliban <laughs> to fight the Russians. Oh, right, well here's Whoops. a nuts. <laughs> All right, here's here's a crazy one for Riggs. Uh Christopher Reeve. Oh, that's interesting. After working with Lethal Weapon director Richard Donner and Superman. Oh, yeah. In a movie a decade earlier, Christopher Reeve was offered the role of Riggs. He turned it down. Uh, he was one of the first actors the producers looked at in a search that went on to include dozens of Hollywood stars. However, Reeve turned it down. Do you think he thought it was too, like, violent? Probably. That sounds like Christopher Reeve. Yeah. I mean, he's, like, that's why he's, like, the epitome of Superman. Yeah. We know he wrote, um, he didn't write the movie, but he wrote, like, the the story for Superman 4. And oh, that's God. the only reason he would agree to come back. That come back. That's why it's about nuclear, anti-nuclear proliferation. Mm. Superman puts all those nukes in a net and throws them into the sun. <laughs> He also comes swooping down to a scene, and you can still see the wires attached to him, and it's real bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Did you... Have you ever seen the list of people who are almost Superman in that first Superman movie? Oh, I'm about to pull that shit up right now. <laughs> Robert Redford? Oh, my God. <laughs> Gotta make... Uh, here's one to dwell over while I search this. Um, for Riggs, it was Al Pacino was looked at. Yeah. And then Murtaugh was Nick Nolte. I can see that. I can see Nick. I Nolte. can almost see Nick Nolte more as Riggs. Oh my God! Or Nicholas Cage as Riggs. Nick Nolte, Cage. I don't think Cage. He was offered at that point because what did he done in '87? Like Valley Girl. He <laughs> was super. Like that's probably why they're looking at it. Um, he didn't end up playing. Yeah, because it was before everything. Yeah, like maybe he had done Fast Times at that point. He's only got like a line in that movie. Um. Donners, sorry. There's so many Superman things now. They're like, oh, what do you mean? Um, and then, of course, then Bruce Willis, like we talked about for Riggs, yeah, which would have just been so interesting for those both those actors to have that flip. Man, now I can't stop thinking about Nick Nolte in that role. <laughs> I it kind of makes sense, like, cause it there's that scene where we uh where they go to like before the house blows up, right? And the mm-hmm. kid like comes up to them and goes, yeah. "Is it true that cops just shoot black people?" And you could tell that was like a scene that was like just written for like a dude. Yeah. Cuz Danny Glover's no one knew this. And I love his fucking answer. Where he's like, "Well, somebody's trying to run away. I shoot him in the leg or something." And you're like, "Whoa, what?" <laughs> <laughs> you do what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I found I found an article of the men who were almost super Oh, yeah. Men who are almost Superman. Uh-huh. Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah, they were offering it to, like, actors in the 70s. Yeah. And actors in the 70s don't look like Superman. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah, Robert Redford. Yeah. Burt Reynolds. Would he have shaved the stash? That's, that's what I mean. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Oh, my something. God. That would have been something. That would have been absolutely wild. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What more funny than picturing him in the Superman suit is picturing him dressed as Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like it's just gonna be wild because it's like he has a very like obvious accent. So he'd be like, hey, you never notice that Clark Kent and Superman both literally sound the same with that like crazy like <laughs> accent. Anybody tell you you sound like Superman? Hey, oh, I don't know. What God, they, don't, they offered it to Bruce Jenner. They just, like, didn't know what oh, to do. Oh, that's actually very interesting. Yeah, he just was straight up home from the fact that he was, like, one of those gold medals at the yeah. Olympics. They offered, him to, offered it to Sonny Corleone. <laughs> they offered it to Harrison Ford. Yeah. And then, of course, infamously, Nicolas Cage. 
but that was not that movie. That was no, no, that's just the name that popped up. But that was Nick Cage. That was in 1996, and like more than offered, he was going to be Superman in that mm-hmm. movie. I need to watch that documentary. So that documentary is great. I bet. I wish that I wish with every fiber of my being that that movie had been made. I would love to sit down and watch that movie. Yeah. Oh my god! And when they did the new Superman, man, Superman. Um, yeah, two years before Batman begins and six years after the Tim Burton failed, Warner Brothers was in act development of Superman versus Batman film. Yeah. Uh, I think they almost gave it, like, uh, Josh Hartnett was in the running for that. And Christian Bale. Christian Bale. You know, Christian Bale was almost Robin in Batman Forever. Oh my god. <laughs> what a different world we'd live in. I know. What a different world. Um, yeah, like, Hartnett, I think that Jude Law was, like, almost did it. That makes sense. Colin Farrell was, was like, signed on to be Batman in that movie, if that movie had gotten made. Um, yeah, I mean, scream that uh, Brendan Fraser and Jude Law screen test for the role as well. Brendan Fraser would have been a really good Superman. You're doing a great Superman. Like, you just look at, like, him as Tarzan. Like, the George way of he's... George Jungle. Or, I'm sorry, George <laughs> of the Jungle, which is Tarzan, but George of the Jungle, my bad. Right. It's funny Tarzan. It's funny Tarzan. But he has, like, very, like innocent yeah he would have played the superman role i think he might have been the best live action superman yeah the vibe he would have given off as superman like benevolence and then he could easily do clumsy clark kent very well man that's a real fucking shame that's a huge what if that would have been great like his career like getting like man yeah yeah because it's he can do action and watch the mummy I love Brendan Fraser. Like, he can easily be confident and, like, funny and, like... Yeah. Damn. That's upsetting now. <laughs> he would have been a dope Superman. Been great. What a great Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Man, now we're going to be all sad. You know, for that period, my pick for Lex Luthor was uh, Tom Hanks. He would have been great. Just the idea of, like, somebody who publicly is like this, like, oh, he's this, like, great humanitarian... Yeah, and he could do dark. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, Road to Perdition is like the one I always point to people like, watch Tom Hanks go be dark for a little Road, bit. Road to Perdition is really good. It is. But like, he's very like, he just kills people. Yeah. <laughs> he's oh, yeah. very cold in that movie. And it's and it's jarring because it's Tom Hanks. Like, <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> what are you doing? What do you know? <laughs> uh, did you know Matt Damon almost played Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight? I do not. I think he was offered. And, um, what's his name? Uh, Guy Pierce oh. was offered Harvey Dent as well because Nolan, like he had made Memento with Nolan, mm-hmm. um, and at the time he was like, "No, I'm not really interested in doing comic book things." And then, like, however long later, he was in Iron Man three. Lol. But, like everybody's in a comic book thing now, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Johnny Depp almost played Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Mm-hmm. So did Leo DiCaprio. Leo would have been crazy. They basically signed him. And what was interesting was somebody in his life was like, you need to think about who your fans are. Mm-hmm. And it's like preteen girls. And they cannot see you in this movie doing these things to women. Like, that's not something that's going to be good. It would have, yeah, it would have completely shook that, like, teen heartthrob yeah. immediately. It would have been cool. I think it would have been good for his, because, like, his career stalled until he shook that. Like, yeah. until he shook that teen heartthrob appearance, he yeah. was like, almost laughed at um and now he's like you know considered one, one of the best yeah. actors like um so that would have been very interesting yeah to have him just be like well fuck it like i just want to do this movie i'm yeah. an actor it was like right around the time that he was almost spider-man which would have been in the james cameron spider-man i don't even want to know what that is <laughs> i don't know if i could have the script's pretty good is it yeah his villains were uh, like a version of electro and a version of sandman mm. <clears throat> And there's like a whole third act fight on the World Trade Center. Oh shit! Uh, and Spider-Man like tricks Electro into blasting Sandman, turns him into like a glass sculpture of a man. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, that's dark. Yeah, and just this like visual of like lightning arcing up between the towers. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. That would be cool. <clears throat> well, yeah. He came up with the uh, biological webbing. That's the reason that like concept exists. Really? Yeah. And they just kept it. Yeah. Well, because a lot of that script is pretty influenced by what Cameron was doing. Like, his stuff lasted a long time. Um, but he was, like, his Cameron's, like, such a science guy. That's th- fair. That he came at it from, like, no, there's no fucking way, like, a teenager, I don't care how smart the teenager is, just comes up with this. 
like organic with this this polymer that's like people at darpa have been trying to come up with for like decades and they haven't cracked it no no way yeah well you know what james also they don't turn into spider abilities (laughs) and they get bit with the spiders chill the fuck out (laughs) but he uh yeah but he had this whole thing in his script where like peter was like ashamed because he was like okay this is like you know being strong and like sticking to walls is one thing but this is fucked up Mm -hmm. so he like makes fake web shooters and tells people that like Hmm. He created the webbing and stuff like that. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just rolled with the organic one. Yeah. And he actually did what I feel like they should have done in like modern stories where Spider-Man almost becomes like a YouTube. It's the 90s, so like YouTube wasn't exist, yeah. didn't exist, but he becomes like a famous street performer as Spider-Man. Interesting. Like it, he does the wrestling stuff, but he's also just like busking. <laughs> on the street and then that kind of makes him famous like somebody videotapes him doing it and it gets out and mm-hmm. like he goes on talk shows and stuff like that oh that's weird as spider-man but that's like that's in amazing fantasy 15 like yep. it's, it's only a page but it's like that's what's happening yeah yeah which makes sense yeah which like makes total sense that's exactly what spider-man would be it'd be like a U- famous youtube thing a couple of the new <laughs> movies have touched like try to touch on that um I can't, oh my god i'm only trying to remember if amazing spider-man touched on it at all Kind of, sort of. That movie's a mess, though. Of course. <laughs> Sadly. Um, but, like, because Andrew Garfield's, like, his Spider-Man's in that time frame where, like, obviously things are... Yeah. Um, but I think the newest ones definitely have touched on it, where, like, he's on YouTube. Yeah, and, like, in, Civ- he... in Civil War, they they absolutely... Mm. That's how Tony Stark knows about him. Yeah. He sees him on YouTube, catching yeah. a car. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it, they are definitely, like, hold... Which I appreciate, because it's real. Yeah. Every superhero would be on YouTube now. Uh-huh. Which is fun. Except for... Oh. No, even, even Batman would be, but his would be, like, really fun. would be like, oh, fuck, another <laughs> bat sighting in Gotham. What the fuck's going on there? <laughs> that should be wild. Uh, Hugh Jackman was played 007 before Daniel Craig. Yeah, that would have been an interesting choice. Yeah. He'd have been, like, that scrappier James Bond, I guess. I don't know. Daniel Craig's the right choice. Went yeah. the right guy. I think he's been doing it too long, though. Oh, he's done. This he's already like he's already said several times he'd much rather eat glass and do another James Bond. He should have stopped after Skyfall. Yeah, and then he keeps doing more James Bond movies. Yeah, but this is for sure the last one, I think. I hope we can. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's done. Tom Hardy. <laughs> it's his time. John Travolta almost played Forrest Gump. I hate that. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's insane. And then, uh, fun fact, at the 1995 Oscars, Travolta went head-to-head for Best Actor against Tom Hanks for Forrest Gump. What was he in? in Pulp Fiction. Oh. Pulp Fiction's 95? Yeah. Or the 95 Oscars would have been for movies made in 94. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which is insane that his role in Pulp Fiction. I guess, yeah. It would have been supporting, right? No, I guess they called him the lead. That doesn't make sense. But I guess there's no lead of Pulp Fiction because it's all short stories. Exactly. <laughs> so I guess they probably just gathered who has the most screen time. Yeah. Which I think it's him. That's very interesting. Because like he's even Bruce Willis' segment. He gets shot in the toilet. <laughs> so he's like in everybody's segment. Oh, man. <laughs> That's, wow. I was just about to call it, too. I'm like, you know, enough scrolling here because there's like 50. Uh-huh. But my God, like, what a, what a world to think about. Travolta's got a weird career. He does have a weird career. Yeah, there's nothing else that's really exciting. Yeah, but but yeah, so we'll do, like expand on this and delve into more. Definitely, I think it's a um, a super fun like, especially when you dive into like the fabric of like what these movies are mm-hmm. um, and what they could have been. Yeah, because like there's some wild things out there that like no, yeah, no, an actor, certain actors bring so much baggage with them that it completely changes. Mm-hmm. Or even directors, like oh yeah, different directors almost getting in a film with like make it entirely different, mm-hmm. like more more things, something more serious that's actually funny, or vice yeah. versa, really. Well, no, the the fact that they tried that they offered McTiernan Batman three before Joel Schumacher came yeah. on board that lives in my head. 24-7. As like, what would John McTiernan's Batman movie be? <laughs> a lot more grounded. Maybe. I don't know. He did make Predator. He did make Predator, but he also made, he made Die Hard, which was like, he yeah. started a movement of like grounding action films. Yeah. Even though, it would have been a much more of like an action movie, I think. I think so A lot so of too. explosions. A lot of, probably, a, lot, a lot of explosions. Although, there's explosions. There's in, plenty of explosions in Batman Forever. Yeah, he, hug, he hides under his cape and he, survives one man that's so cool <laughs> the flame retarding cape when i saw that in the theater somebody cheered 
I'll never forget that. Like, woo! They flip that switch and the cape like goes all weird and then he jumps into the fire and somebody in the audience is like, yeah! <laughs> that man was there for it. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll do this. I think it's kind of a... Yeah. It's a fun little, like, what if it's a fun little, like, break your brain on thinking about what your world could be like. I do find it fun. Yeah. So, um, is there anything else you wish to add to this exciting episode? Um, go watch a Ken Russell movie, everybody. And go watch Midnight Run. <laughs> and go watch, um, uh, Last... Last Action Hero. Yes. Catch up on Falcon and Winter Soldier. Last Action Hero. It's somewhere. I don't remember who has it. I think somebody has it streaming. I think I saw it on Netflix not too long ago. Is it Netflix? I don't know. It might be on Prime. Prime. Well, I mean, now that everybody has their own streaming stuff, all the movies got shifted. Did you see the big deal Sony made with Netflix? Yes. That's interesting. That's like a whole new wrinkle to this streaming war thing. Yes, it is. There's people wising up going like, no, it's the market's flooded. We're not going to start our own service. But hey, like now there's enough of these companies competing with each other that they're all going to be thirsty for content. Mm-hmm. So like we're a major studio. Who's going to pay for this? Yeah, and it makes sense. They made a billion dollar deal. Exactly. And they get to just wash their hands of it. Yeah. Like, they don't have to maintain this site. They don't have to update this site. They, they don't just have... make their movies. That's right. It's super smart. Yeah. It's a pretty um, good decision for a company that was almost completely done a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. For real. Yeah. They're fighting back. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. As long as they don't screw this up. They're trying. Sony's just still doing a lot of things with Spider Man and Venom and trying to make them coexist. And... Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm so worried. I'll go see Venom too. Yeah, it got delayed. I'll again. go see Morbius. Oh fuck, I forget about Morbius. <laughs> uh, do you think he lives in this society? <laughs> a blood-based society. <laughs> yes. Oh, what a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it was I actually. Hate, I hate those Snyder. People it was nightmares filled so with a K. <laughs> And now there's all this shit where they're like, they're, now Warner Brothers releasing trailers to take attention away from the Snyder Cut. But No, it's over. It's, it's like, dead. motherfuckers, the Snyder Cut was the least watched new movie on HBO Max. <laughs> it's also time to Let move on. Let it go. <laughs> it's also entirely time to move on. Live your life. <laughs> uh, fucking whatever. More people watch the little things. <laughs> As they should. It was not great. <laughs> It's Jackson. It's over. We get to move on with our lives. We get to, you know, for less than a year away from the Batman. That's right. We get to move on to the Batman. We get to see new Superman movies being made. What they're going to be doing with that is up in the air still. But that Cavill stuff is starting to gain steam again. Yeah, I think. I honestly think people want him to have another chance. So I think people are more likely to go see it again, just to see Maybe. him with a different director who understands the character more. Mm-hmm. Because I think he could be a great Superman. Yeah. It's not like I'm not going to go see a yeah. Superman movie with Henry Cavill. No. I'm more interested in a Superman movie with Michael B. Jordan, but... Yeah, exactly. But, well, it's like the Brandon Routh thing, right? Like, Brandon Routh, I think, could have been... He is, like... He could have been a good Superman. He just had a really shit Probably. script. Yeah, he had a bad movie and a bad suit. Yes, he had a lot of bad things, but he has, like, that... Yeah, he looked like Christopher Reeve. <laughs> that, too. He had that going for him. Yeah, basically. Um, so, it's probably the same theory, where just, like, give Cavill a director who understands the freaking character, finally. Give Matthew Vaughn Superman. Ooh. Or Edgar Wright. It's not, like, none of those are, it's JJ, right? Is he getting it? He's, I don't know if he's directing it. Or he's he just could, producing but it. he's producing it. Yeah. But he's producing the one that, uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates mm-hmm. is, uh, is writing. Which, which, maybe it would be Henry Cavill? Like, who knows at this point? I think, I think... Well, that's the latest rumor. Because it's all rumor, yeah. It's all rumors. There's nothing in... Nothing's in stone. Nothing's inked. Um, They just finished Witcher 2, so Cavill's finally... I still never finished the first season of Witcher. It's fine. Yeah. It's fun. It's not, like, nothing to really write home about. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of those streaming shows that I just start, never finish, and never think about. (laughs) You see a lot of boobs. Yeah, well. Yeah. You see boobs anywhere. Yeah, but these are like sorcery boobs. She is uh, quite something. Yeah. <laughs> Yennefer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like those purple eyes. Yeah. Well, Yennefer in the game is like a really fun character. Mm. So I'm very excited to see where they continue with. She, I think, would make a great Zatanna, the actress that plays mm. Yennefer. Mm. Yeah. Her or um, my thing for a while was Sophia Butella. That's a ta- that movie got 
They're making an HBO Max. I don't know if it's a series or a movie. Okay. But they're doing a Zatanna like thing for HBO Max. Interesting. Because I know it's been like different directors have been like rumored and then. Yeah, and Batgirl they were talking about doing for Ugh. HBO Max. Batgirl. You don't like Batgirl? Oh, that's Bat. The one on CW. Batwoman. Batwoman. No. That's the mess. No, if I were going to do Batgirl, I would do Barbara Gordon as Oracle, having been Batgirl in the past, training Cassandra Kane to be the new Batgirl. Mm. That's your series. And they have a Cassandra Kane, right? That's a uh, yeah, but they didn't like they didn't do anything. They with didn't her. do her right. Yeah, I mean she was so young. They in the just movie. used the name. Yeah, but the whole thing with Cassandra Kane is she's raised by the two greatest assassins in the world, and oh. she doesn't speak. So she they did, immediately she fucked that. Yeah, up. She, she did. She did speak a bunch. Yeah, she was. Yeah, damn. <laughs> they just used the name. <laughs> That's upsetting. Yeah. Probably the lowest point of that movie. Yeah, that movie's a, fun. This is the one. Birds of Prey a lot of fun. That I was like, man. Yeah, that's the one. Like that, and they killed. They killed Black Mask. Yeah. And they definitely but, killed him. But now it's a multiverse, so they can do whatever they want. Flash can go back. And the, Flash boy movie. Uh, make sure you save. Make sure, save Black Mask. <laughs> he was so fucking good. In he that was movie. so good. Like I he needed to still be around. So much. We're gonna see the Flash boy too. That's still alive. Yeah, I'm excited. I think they're starting shooting this month. I think so. Yeah. There's like no rumors or no. There's still a question of uh, if Michael Keaton is actually going to be in it or not. Oh, he's probably going to be point. in it. I think they they are trying to quiet the. Yeah. They have to, because that's just going to be too much of a fun pop. Yeah, I think th- like the only way to not do that is to get somebody like if they got Christian Bale. Mm. And they just did like a. That'd be fun. Like a sneaky like. Yeah. Almost Spider Verse thing, but with Batman. Or like George Clooney. <laughs> that would be wild. I don't think he would ever do it. Ever. Val Kilmer. That's just sad. Kilmer can't do it. Yeah, it's it's, there's too sad. much. Uh, that's just too much in the way there. <laughs> Adam West is dead. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Nothing would be as exciting as Keaton, but it'd be pretty cool if Bale did it. Yeah. I would, I don't know if he would. I don't know. He likes money like anybody else. That's fair. <laughs> I'm sure Keaton's in it. He has to be. That's too exciting of a thing to like yeah. not do. But I think he is the one calling it into question because he gave that interview where he's like, "Well, I haven't like signed anything yet, and I still need to read a script." <laughs> so we all need to read a script. I don't even know if there is a script. Come on, Mike, <laughs> do it for me. <laughs> you remember me? We spent a lot of time together. The 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 saddest thing I think that Snyder ever did to me was tease me with the Thomas Wayne that could be the Flashpoint Batman. Yeah. Yeah. No, he would have been a good Flashpoint Batman. I'm lucky enough to, like, not ever want to see that. So, I yeah. don't, I don't Well, feel I don't, it's not like on my wish. I don't it feel was, it in my heart as much as you do. He came on screen, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, this is the perfect yeah. Thomas Wayne for, like, not like a whole Flashpoint, but just, he's there. Yeah. Just give me, like, a taste of that Batman. Like, that's fun. Yeah. Especially because, like, um, the one who played, uh, Martha. Uh, she'd be a fun joke. Lauren Cohen? Yeah, she could have done that. Or Lauren Martha. Cohen. She'd have been a really fun, like... Why did you say that name? <laughs> because that, I like that dynamic between, like, in that universe where, like, Joker and yeah. Batman were both so devastated by the loss of their son that they went two different ways. Yeah. 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 What are you gonna do? Move on. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying not to cry. I don't think about it. Ever. <laughs> okay. Well... We segue it again. Um, anything else to tell the good people before I end this? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, yeah, we're going to do some what ifs. So look out for that. We haven't decided what, it, what we're going to do what ifs on. Yeah. Maybe we'll pick like one thing and delve into it. Yeah. More, uh, yeah. Like more deeply. This was just a taste yeah. to kind of see how fun it could be. First taste is free. <laughs> That's the motto. Weekend <laughs> plans. First taste is free. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.